Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Serve and bear much fruit. Wanna be 
be a little more powerful. Let it last a little longer this evening. Tonight we have somebody very special in our midst. Hallelujah. How many of you like special things? Special things. Well, tonight we have a special person in our midst and I'm quite sure that through him, God has sent you a special gift tonight. Amen. I always say that if you're going to get in a car and drive to church, you must come believing that God is waiting for you. And God is going to speak to you. Church is not a ritual. Church is a place we come to hear from God in a different way. You can hear from God in your room, but here to hear from God in a different way. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight is time for the word. And I'm happy to announce to you that tonight we are about to be preached to by a prophet, a pastor, a teacher. Carrying an anointing that has traversed the world. An anointing that has reached out to many across the world. And most importantly, an anointing that has transformed churches across the world. Ladies and gentlemen, join me together and let's welcome Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, we are happy. We are not under any pressure to come close to you, to serve you, to love you. We thank you for the blessedness and the privilege of being appointed and anointed and being chosen to be your servants. Let this interaction with your word and with your presence tonight bring us into a great blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. And uh, I want to thank God for the, the, the blessing of being together again. Amen. And uh, I also want to really appreciate Lady Reverend Annie for her dogged commitment to the fortunes of the Arise Chapel. She's really driving this service beautifully. Um, she will leave us one day, but when that day comes, I'll be very, very sad, I tell you, because Arise is on my heart. And uh, it is also a wonder that this is my first time of being here. But uh, God knows everything. And I also want to appreciate Bishop Solo who has joined us. And our very own Bishop Kobe. It's a blessing. Amen. So, today and um, possibly well, the, the, the opportunities I will have to share God's word with you in this service. I want to talk about a very important dimension of ministry that we hardly hear about. And I feel that it is responsible for the differences that exist in the ministry. Um, I want to recommend these two books, The Art of Shepherding. This book should be owned by every member of the service. The Art of Shepherding. You must have it and you must read it and you must study it and believe in the contents and then the other book is what it means to become a shepherd it's also a very important book you must have and read and study so I, 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 will, I will try um, to the best of my ability to make these books, this, these single books available to those of you who don't have it. Is there, how many of you don't have the art of shepherding? You don't have the, the book, the, the physical book, not on your um, tablet. 
Can I see your hand? All right. So, so you are here. All right. So we will we will see what to do. I've discovered some boxes of these books, so I'm going to make them available to you at a very discounted price. Arise, you know, out of Arise Chapel will arise a new breed of shepherds. Yes, a new breed of Basenta leaders, a new breed of pastors, a new breed of fellowship leaders. And um, I know that God is doing that work already. And that is why today I want to start talking about this dimension of ministry. And it is found in chapter 49 of the art of shepherding. If you have the soft copy on your um, device. You can tend to it. Yes. And uh, the title of the message I am preaching, which I will start today and hopefully continue later, is A Shepherd is a Light. Amen. A shepherd is a light. In Genesis 1 verse 16, God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and then he made the stars also so it is very important that if you are a shepherd A pastor, a pastor of a branch, a shepherd in a church, you have members, one member, two members, 15 members. I want you to listen very carefully to me today because the the disasters that have happened in the ministry are largely traceable to the absence of this understanding. The absence of this understanding is what is responsible for The barrenness 
the calm and cool disposition and the absence of fruits I should say so when you are a shepherd or when somebody calls you a shepherd like my pastor calls me a shepherd I should understand that I am a light Psalm 43 verse 3 Oh send out your light King James Send out thy light and thy truth Let them lead me Let them bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. So, God sends you and I, somebody will call us pastors, somebody will call us shepherds, somebody will call us leaders, but we are sent out as light and what is immediately attached to us is truth it's always light and truth actually another way of talking about Light is truth. Light, another meaning, another shade of light is truth. So I'm, I'm building, and this is just the introduction. You are a light. You are a light. So when you go to your area, Madina or wherever you are sent out as light the members your your souls your sheep see you as light and the only thing they expect to lead them is light and truth. Anything apart from light and truth cannot lead. That's why he says that. And let them lead me. Your member, that soul, that convert, doesn't need a rich man, doesn't need a pastor, doesn't need a shepherd. They don't even know who a pastor is. They don't even know whether you are a bishop who was consecrated last week or who was appointed all they know is that 
what they need. You see, what a convert, a Christian needs is light and truth to lead him. Anything apart from light and truth cannot do much. And that's why many of us cannot do much because we are essentially something else apart from light and truth. When a convert is looking for God and needs someone, whether they call the person new believer school teacher, they call the person a shepherd, they call the person a pastor. Listen to me very carefully. A convert doesn't need, doesn't even want to know who your, what your title is. A convert doesn't care whether you are a boy or a girl. A convert doesn't care whether you are educated or you are not educated. Whether you are literate or illiterate. Whether you are wise or a fool. What a convert knows that he or she needs is light and truth. Once you are light and truth, you can lead. Once you are light and truth, you can bring the person to the holy hill. It is only light and truth that can gather members to church. If you are not light and truth, your members will be left at home. So as you go on in this work Because you are new Yes I am aged I can tell you That a day will come You will discover That you have a lot of members But they don't come to church Because It is not a woman Who brings members to church It's not a man Who brings members to church It's not a pastor who brings members to church? It's not a reverend who brings members to church. It's not a bishop who brings members to church. The people who bring members to the holy hill, they are light and truth. So regardless of your title, if you are not light and truth, you cannot. You can't. You cannot. So that explains why barrenness in the church is right because we do not take the time to be the light. That's why you see the title of that chapter is A Shepherd as a Light. You are a light. And until you become a light, you will only be a title holder. Overseeing empty chairs and a barren ministry. Oh, send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. 
Let them bring me unto thy holy hill. And to thy tabernacles. You will notice that from even this chapter. The people God uses. All came as light. Number one is Jesus. Jesus Christ. Is the greatest light to ever shine. In this world. Many times in the gospels. He described himself. And was described as light. In John chapter 1 verse 4. And 5. It says in him was life. And the life was the light of man. And the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. In Matthew 4, verse 13, it says, And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast. In the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Esaias the prophet saying. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. By the way of the sea. Beyond the Jordan. Galilee of the Gentiles. The people that sat in darkness saw a great light. So even Jesus himself. Was described as a great light. And he described himself in John chapter 9 verse 5. He says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light. The light of the world. John the Baptist, who came as a forerunner. To announce the coming of Jesus was also described as a light in John chapter 5 and verse 35. It says, He was a burning and a shining light, and ye were willing for a season to rejoice in His light. You cannot represent God or Jesus without being a light. Every minister is a light. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 7. The Bible says. And of the angels. He said. Who maketh his angels spirit. Angels are spirits. And his ministers a flame of fire. So I want to today let you know that you may be a basenta leader, you may be a pastor, 
But are you a light? Are you a light? Because you see, the people God uses are lights. God doesn't use pastors. God doesn't use bishops. We, we are the ones putting these titles on human beings. You appoint you a pastor after four years, we make you a reverend, and then you come full time, you work hard, whatever, you are consecrated, you are a bishop. These are man made titles. God doesn't see shepherd or pastor or bishop, He sees lights. Are you a light? Are you a light? Are you a light? And remember that light goes with truth. And some of us, you are everything but truth. Yeah. You are fake. What we know you to be, that's not what you are. What we expect, like as you sit here, we would expect that by this time in the evening, today, you'd have read your Bible. That's the truth. The truth about you is that when we see you, shepherd Abraham, you should have read your Bible. But you have rather watched a movie. Or you have rather gone to work. We see you, there's no ring on your finger. So we assume that you are not married. Not knowing that you are having more sex than the pastor who has a ring on his finger. Yes. I was somewhere yesterday. I, I received a call about a girl in a whatever, whatever it is. In the in something, and what is coming up is the amount of sex she's having. Then you see her in her jeans and t-shirt going to do outreach as a shepherd, a pastor has appointed. But she stands in front of that convert, not as truth. How is it possible? For you to have unbeliever music on your phone. It is, you see, it's not truth. If you were not a shepherd, we would have glossed over it. But if you are a pastor, you are a shepherd. We expect that by this time, you should be deeply into the word of God. Whether it is preached word or sung word. And you, we enter our lives and we find that there are many shady things that go on. So, so today, I want to say to you that when we say somebody is a shepherd, like what you have all begun to do, let me tell you that 
the first thing that should be on your mind is not how many members you must bus, how many souls you must win. It's not true. Even if your pastor puts pressure on you that you don't bus or your, your, your souls are not increasing, I want you to understand that your first responsibility is not what you do, but what you be. Be. Be a light. Be a light. One reason why we don't do much for God and are barren is that we are so preoccupied and you are taught and you are expected to and you are made to think that all you live for is to have a large basenta, have a big whatever, a lot of whatever and we take pictures of many big things and so on but we ourselves are not you see you must be first before you do I will tell you if your energy was 100 units I will will tell you clearly I will not lie to you you should spend 90 out of the 100 being If you can be, it will not be difficult at all to do. A dog doesn't have to fast and pray and believe God to back. A bird doesn't have to fast and pray and believe God to fly. If you can be. So, so, so the, that is what has also produced a bunch of hypocrites who are not, but are trying to be. So we spent our energy trying to pray, trying to bring souls, trying to build the basentes. But you see, at the core is a person, you are like a wolf in sheep's clothing. One very beautiful thing about this book out of shepherding, which which you don't find anywhere, is that there is almost a third of this book dedicated to the heart of the shepherd. And one day we may go through it. You must be a type of person before you start basing. Otherwise, you won't last. As for things, look, you can be a wee smoker. You can be an unbeliever. You can be very carnal. I'm telling you that you can be very carnal and bring buses to church. That is why Jesus' admonition in John 15 was that we should bear fruit that remain. 
I don't know, you just came around. But there are many people who have been here and we can't find them. They came to do big things. Today we can't find them. Because as for doing big things, anything, you, you see, you can, a, a dog can learn how to hiss. But how long will it hiss? A dog can learn to walk on two legs. How long will you walk on two legs? So shepherds are trying to do things they are not primarily made to be or to do. So you see that there are we, 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 you see, one of the things I want to tell you about the church. When we say church, you say like a branch church, a basenta, a church in a cathedral. I, I will, I will tell you something. A non-believer can do a lot of what we are doing. Did you bus on Sunday? How many did you bus on Sunday? Four. Uh-huh. An unbeliever can bring ten people to church. He doesn't know Jesus. Yeah. Because what you may not know is that you are a human being. And human beings are great. A human being, like I'm, as I am standing in front of you, I am a very great person. You are a very, very great person. Without God, without God, you are even what makes you, you. Your organs, the chemicals, the processes, the chemistry, the things going on in your body. I mean, you have no idea. You are a very complexly great thing. You are greater than a rocket. So a lot of the things we see in the church are things being done by ordinary human beings. But we must begin to do God's things as God's light. Not as natural and normal human beings. So you can see that like, as he brought four people, in two years time, he will still be bringing sex. I can put up data of branches a pastor can be in a branch in a church for seven years and has not risen above 30 members because all our achievements are human you see when you see a basenta leader doing something you must ask yourself is he doing it as a great light or he's doing it as a normal human being most of us operate at the level of a normal human being. And a normal human being can produce something. This is Bishop Edwin Ugo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? 
Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. A normal human being can sing without Jesus. There are many singers in the world who are singing beautiful songs without Jesus. That, I mean, they are not born again, but they are great people. Because a normal human being is great. So a lot of the things we display in the system, what dancing stars do on the stage, what singers do on the stage, what pastors do behind the pulpit, what, what instrumentalists are doing, most of the things we are doing are very normal human traits and new uh, 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 human capabilities. They are normal. But we need to rise above it and become lights. Lights. Otherwise, you will burst forth till you, till you leave the church. Otherwise, your singing will be mediocre till you leave the church. Otherwise, my preaching will go nowhere till I leave the church. Because, you see, you cannot act forever. Most movies, it's not just last week I heard that there's a movie which is three hours. But most movies are one hour, 15 minutes, one hour, 20 minutes, some are two hours. You, there's no movie that is four days. Which means that you can't act for a very long time. That is why I'm saying that this, 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 this group or class of leaders must be leaders who are being prepared to do great and permanent things. I'll tell you something wonderful. About light. Let me give you four things you must know about light. Number one. A light. Tell anybody you are a light. Oh, say, say it well. Say, say it with meaning and conviction. Tell the person, I know you have been appointed. Say, I know you burst last Sunday. But you are a light. Tell the person, make sure you are working as a light. 
the first thing you must know about light. You can sit down. Is that a light must be made or prepared. A light doesn't just happen. New Living Translation, Genesis 1 verse 16. I was going to give you four things. But I'll just tell you one thing. I want to move on. I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to round up and finish. Genesis 1.16. Turn your Bible to Genesis 1.16. And God made Two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. But remember that God made the light. A light doesn't just appear. It is manufactured. It takes things. You do things. It is time for you to allow God to make you. Lights are made. Lights are made. In Matthew 25, verse 7, the Bible says that all the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. New Living Translation. Matthew 25 verse 7. The bridesmaid, the virgins, they, they got up and prepared. So when you see a light somewhere, the light has been prepared. It has been made. So I want to ask you, as you live your life, are you a light being made? Tomorrow morning when you wake up, remember that your activities are either destroying your light or are making the light. Maybe while we are there, let me just give you a couple more. The second thing you must know about light is that a light can be turned off. There are many switched off lights in the church. Switched off pastors, switched off reverends, switched off basenta leaders, switched off whatever we have. You can be turned off. Go back to Matthew 25. Again, you see right there in Matthew 25, verse 8. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us of your oil for our lamps are gone out. 
So your light, your lamp can go out. It's like you are not shining anymore. And I want to lay this foundation quickly before we go into the, 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 the real substance of the message, which I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll just start now and, and continue because I think my time, I've got a few minutes more to end. He said, give us of your oil for our lamps are gone out. So, so, so understand, number one is that a lamp is made. So the things you do, the things you watch, the things you read, the life, the friends, the friends. You can have friends that can turn off your lights. Number three. Your light can be dimmed. Your lifestyle can dim your light. Just the type of girl you have brought into your life. I'm saying that you, you, you are a light. You are a light. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. Matthew 5.15 Mark 4, verse 21, is a candle brought to be put under a bushel or under a bed. Where you are, where where you spend your time, who you have beloved those, who you have married, there are women who marry and the, the husband is a bed. There are women who marry, I said, and the husband is a bed. It's like the, the light, instead of being put on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the candlestick, it's now under a bed. So you go into the room, there's a, some light there, but it's almost like some disco light. There are men. I'm, I'm looking for a brother, I, I can't find him. But I'm sure I'll see him after church. Yes. He has gone to get a sexy girl. I'm going to ask him whether he knows that the girl he is moving with has a history. Does he know the past sexual history of the girl? I cannot see him here. I thought I would see him here this evening. So what to do is light. You see, the light, I'm saying, the light can be dimmed. You see, you can have a light it has its intensity, but based on where it is put, it doesn't emit the real light. The power it is getting is low. The things, the lampshade, all the places under a bucket, and all some of you where you are, you can never, ever, never shine ever till you die. Like you are a bright light, your the original light is bright, but where it is sitting, where it is sitting, some of you even the area you live, 
or the school you will attend or the friends you will have or the beloved you will have. You, you, you won't believe it that you will you will you will become you, you will be neutralized because every tree has where it should be planted that's why we don't see apple trees in the system Some of you are great teachers. You'll be a very great shepherd. Your heart is really for the Lord. But where you are, a boy you are following, a certain type of person you have associated with, you see, look at it carefully. I'm showing you the things that can happen to a light. One is that a light is made. So every day, like what I'm doing right now, Versus what I could have been doing at this time is either making my light or unmaking my light. A really cold person doesn't work everywhere. It's not every job you accept. No matter the salary, if there's a call on your life, the call itself will put you on a very narrow road. Anybody who is called is on a very narrow road. But some of you have the call on your life, but you want to live on the Broadway. A light is made. A light is prepared. Number two, a light can go off. It's like it it has been extinguished. And one of the things that extinguish uh, um, people's light is a certain attitude and a, a, a certain presentation of of pride. Pride. Looking, making yourself big. Maybe, maybe I will say, looking distinguished can extinguish you. Mm. Some of you, your, 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 your taste, your appetite, your, your, the class you imagine yourself to belong to may, may be your, 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 your undoing. But I'm, I'm coming there. Maybe not today. High mindedness. I really like it. And he said to them, Mark 4.21, it's a candle brought to be put under a bed. So you enter the room, there's light there, but it's not shining well. A lot of you, in in a year, two years, three years, if you don't listen to me and change your ways, you will not shine well. You you are there, but you are not shining well.
And number four. What's number one? I can't hear you. Number two. Yes. Number three. Number four. A light can be enhanced. You can brighten the light. You can, it can even be the same brightness, but it can be enhanced by just where it is. I want to say it again. You may not need to brighten the light, but you can enhance its effect and its impact. A light can, the the, the effect of a light can be enhanced. The impact of a light can be enhanced. And you see that in Mark 5. It says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. The same way you can be very bright. And where you are sitting, your, your, your brightness doesn't show. You are under a chair, under a table, under a bushel, under a bed. In the same way, you can also position yourself strategically somewhere to enhance your impact. So it says that he puts it on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. You can position your light strategically. Just by being in the right environment, your gift can be seen by a thousand people. Just by being, there are certain people who are candlesticks. There are certain environments which are candlestick environments. They are just enhancers. They are just enhancers. Like as we are in this room, I, I could stand in a part of this room. The same me, but you won't see me well. I can also come and stand somewhere. You see that even, even the type of light that is thrown on my face gives me a glow that may not even be there. It can enhance my appearance. And all around us are opportunities God gives us. Opportunities which are you are likely to reject and refuse and fight and, 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 and rather vilify the one trying to lift you up. We see it everywhere. You are, you are in the crowd. Nobody knows you. And a pastor lifts you and puts you on the stage. Only to go to the stage, to go and parallel there. 
You know, when people are singing on the stage, everybody is singing. I mean, not everybody is singing, though, but I mean, most people are singing. But depending on where you are standing, closer or farther away from the microphone, your voice can be heard by more people than others. Some of you, your light is being enhanced by just being in the Arise Chapel. Yes. You, you, you'll, be the, you'll be surprised that you can be around. You can be in the church and not be noticed. But by being in a group which is presented in a certain way, you, people will just notice you easily. So, so today, I want to start. Let's go to chapter 51 of the art of shepherding. How you can become a greater light. Because a light is made. Number one. Obedience. Will make you a greater light. Obedience. Exodus 19 verse 5. Now, therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then shall then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. Say, above all people. Yes, one of the you see, a greater light is a bigger light that that has a bigger impact and a bigger effect shines over a larger area, and God makes greater lights. He made greater lights, and one of the things that will make you great. Now, listen to me as I'm ending. One of the things that will make you, if you if you want to be great, I want you to start immediately. To be somebody who just obeys. Don't don't start ministry by fighting instructions and trying to go around instructions or wriggling your way away from instructions. Be somebody who obeys instructions. Try, try. If they say come to church on Tuesday, try and arrive. Try to obey. Pay the price to obey. If you don't pay the price to obey, you will be you will be unnoticeable. And it's not God's will for you to be unnoticeable because as he said in the same Matthew 5, if you go there, you see. Verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. You are not the light of your area. And it goes on verse 14. Look at it. 514. Look into your Bible. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Concentrate. 
You are the light. Concentrate on being a light that cannot be hid. Why should somebody be known and you are not known? Why should your sister, both of you are singing, your sister is singing well and you are not singing well? We are all shepherds. You are, I mean, somebody is, 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 is building a big ministry and yours is rather going down. There's a way you can live your life that will make you unnoticeable. But remember that your type of light is a light of the world. A city set on an hill cannot be hid. There should be nothing that should be able to prevent your greatness from being seen. So anybody, as we go on on this journey, anyone you see amongst us whose things are so small, so bad, so dry, know that that person is under a bushel. Something is responsible for the person's light not breaking forth. And one big thing is obedience. One of the things that one evil that has ravaged our church is disobedience. Disobedience. I was watching the experience on Sunday. And prophets announced that they were going to have Swollen Sunday at the Independence Square. First laugh, they're going to the Independence Square to have Swollen Sunday. It's as if there are some special people who do great things. And then you are animals. Who, yes, you are animals. Who only are capable of making some slight noises or some 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 very diminished destinies? Some some I can't find the right phrases to describe, but it's not true. The people in that church are not greater. The, you see, the difference between any two people is what they are obeying, who they are obeying, and whether they are obeying at all. There is not even one book our prophet has written for First Love Church. Like as he has been the pastor of First Love Church for about 10 years. Like he has written a book that they use. It, like, like they have their special Macarius. So Macarius Mini. No. The same books. The same books. The same songs. The same pastor. But where you are, you see, you have put, you see, that's why I have separated you from the rest of the people. And I'm going to deal with you directly, one on one. And once I see that your destiny is dark, I remove you. Once I notice a little curse on you, I remove you. Because some people are cursed. There's a curse on them which, which will never allow them to shine. And this one, this, this particular group is a group of, of elite forces. 
elite forces. Because I've checked your DNA. I've checked your genomic mapping. I've checked everything. And you are not inferior. You, your friends, you, but this girl, your friends in first love are lady pastors. But you sit here like, an, like a limp animal. Incapable of even making progressive movements. Anapa, your friends in first love are big, big people. But you are almost like some imbecile, incapable of even understanding instructions. The big thing about a great light is obedience. Obedience has taken, you see, because what you don't know is that it is not easy to know what to do. It's not a small thing. It's not a small thing to be in a situation like as I'm here as a pastor of a church to know what to do on Tuesday. It's not a small thing as a wife to know what to do. It's not a small thing as a singer to know what to do. It's not a small thing as a helper to know what to do. As a husband, it's not, it's not easy. I mean, if you look at John 6, the difference between Philip and Jesus was just the knowledge of what to do. So when he even suggested that, how can we get bread for this guy? You see that they began to talk rubbish. But the Bible said that this he said to prove them. A little situation can just betray your, 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 your ignorance and, and your, 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 your inferiority. 5,000 people are there. They, they just ask a question. It's like an exam question. How do we feed them? Write an essay on how we feed these 5,000. So people are talking rubbish. <laughs> and he's just listening to them. He's just listening to them. Logical pastors, logical shepherd. Nobody spoke supernaturally. There was just one guy who just mentioned that there was a little boy with five loaves and two fishes. Then he even added, but what is it also even among so many people? Then he, he himself rabbit the very thing Jesus was going to use. He mentioned it, but he didn't know what to do with it. We can give you a book, but you know what to do with it. We can give you a song, and you don't know what to do with it. We can give you an instruction, and you don't know what to do with it. We can give you a church with lights, but you don't know what to do with it. So in verse 6, he said, and this he said, John 6, 6, to prove them, to try them. For he himself knew what he would do. Because to know what to do is what makes the difference between A star student and F. So when somebody knows what to do, you should do, and tells you to do, and you are not the type who obeys, ah, then there's a curse on you. Something you are, you are a very complexly deformed person. Oh, disobedience, disobedience huh, is not, it's not a small evil. Because to come by the knowledge of what to do. You have a center. And then somebody tells you that raise four fellowship leaders in the center. Raise them. The 
and your mind is that I'm going to obey whatever it took, even if I must go and bring my former girlfriend to be a fellowship. I, there must be something in this instruction. We are having Solely Sunday. Your, your regular attendance is 20, but you are given a target of 100. So really, I've been told to find 100. I'm starting right now. I will obey. I will bring 100. What does it mean? I must have at least four buses. You start getting buses. You start looking for money for the buses. I mean, live your life posted to obey. Obey. Don't be there as, as an idiot. Because you are there. And that's what happens. Even where you work. Somebody who just enters the place and rises above you. Yes. Because it is, it is just obedience. It just enters and rises above you. Somebody just appears and is sitting in front. Somebody just appears and is near the pastor. Somebody just appears and is because, you see, every leader is looking for people who flow. One thing a leader who, who, who wants to achieve something cannot stand is people who fight him. Who fight his vision. It's like you are there and you are, you are fighting the leader. Either directly or through the, the people he appoints. Or through whatever. You are just there as a difficult hurdle to jump over. Difficult obstacle to overcome. You'll be cleared of the way. Because you may not have anything, any vision for your life. But people are living with a vision. And I'm saying today, maybe I've never said this before. I'm saying today that it is not a small thing to know what to do. Because knowing what to do and doing it is what makes your sister richer than you. We are all selling roofing sheets, but my business is soaring. What did I do to do that? So, and, and people don't want to find out what did she do? What are you doing? It's called the art of following. Anything you will do to get something to obey. A pastor who has established over 6,000 churches in 100 countries has written Shabby Shepherding how to, how to build a mega ministry. You obey. You obey. Why? Why? Why will you know? Because there is actually there's a curse on your life. You are never supposed to do well. There are people who are accursed. And when you see such people, you just have to go around them. Never do well. The original English phrase is never do well. Never in their life will they do well. They are just there. And everything they do is against their own destiny. Against their own brightness. Against their own greatness. They are like autoimmune diseases. A body fighting itself. Don't join them. Don't join them. Don't join them. Don't join that group. Don't join them. 
separate yourself from disobedient people separate yourself from rebels separate yourself from non-flowing leaders you should just you should just live in the church waiting for the next instruction what should i do just say it i will make sure my life produces it just say it may the curse on your life be broken and listen to me great lights are made remember he made them and so that's what the same verse, verse says, he made lesser lights yes it's God who made them how do you become a lesser light when you are a funny non-flowing person then God makes you into a type of person who must not be used to greet visitors he made he, his hand God, God makes lesser lights when he sees that this is the way you are then he arranges your life in such a way that you are put in a corner never to shine he makes lesser light so watch out watch out in this new era believe god that you will be just a flowing obedient obedient shepherd just i will just do it he says i must listen to the camp i will listen to the camp i must read this book bishop has lifted this book i will find it and buy it and read it just obey just obey it's costing you too much you see, and you, you, you know something how you are here you will not be different from how you'll be at work how you'll be in your marriage how you'll be in school how you'll be among your friends yeah, you are just dim and low we employ you only to sack you you go to school only to fail you become great only to fall they call you only to sack you that your life is just a, a rigmarole Shall we rise to our feet? Lift your two hands. And pray that you'll be obedient. I don't want to dilute the impact of this point. Pray. Because one the, the, the instruction that you must obey or not obey, that instruction, it came the hard way. Somebody waited on God. Somebody prayed. Somebody, somebody has used a spirituality to come by a way of doing something. And he says to you, just do it. That's why Mary's mother told the guys, whatever he says, just do it. Just do it. Can you lift your two hands? And pray. Obedience. Because lights are made. If you want to be a lesser light, then let your obedience be low. If you want to be a great light, then let your obedience level be great. Pay the price. To obey. Pay the price. Strain yourself. Stretch yourself. Bend backwards. Do everything. To obey. Just be around. Try. 
pray and, and, and ask God to make you a person who just does things you are told to do. I'm telling you, you will be great. Obedience. Obedience. Oh. Then you've not read Isaiah 1. Said so if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Whether it is Ghana, Saudi Arabia, Niger, Rwanda, there's always, whether the land is dry or wet, every land has some good there. But it unveils itself to those posted to obey. Separate yourself from people who don't make any effort to obey. There's a curse on them. Don't allow yourself to join them. If ye be willing, if only you would obey, if only you would obey. If only you will obey. If only you will obey. Malakata. Rastun de Kahaza. Ask yourself which 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 instruction are you disobeying? And whose instruction are you fighting? Malaka Lambrastundalababa. Rama Mama. I can't hear you praying. I can't hear you praying. From today, expect to receive instructions. Be on the lookout for the next instruction. The next instruction. And that instruction will not come from God thundering with a voice from heaven. It will come through the men and women God is using to guide you. Pay the price. Pay the price. Don't fight. Don't 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 start your ministry by fighting people God is using to take you high. Lift your hands and pray. Open your mouth and pray tonight. Pray about your obedience. Pray about your obedience tonight. Pray about your obedience tonight. I want to hear voices. Pray about your obedience. Rima bo lama ende ye bebe be raba baba 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 la baba kata ya baba baba la mama mama ma fight the spirit of disobedience in your life in prayer tonight rema kos ende ye bebe biliano no no mo le mama mama kata ya baba baba rema mama 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 la baba baya bana ye bebe bebe raba baba ye bebe 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 raba baba ya bana bebe 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 Rapa 
Somebody for just another one more minute Lift up your voice Pray about your obedience Somebody for another 30 seconds pray about your obedience. My obedience, Lord. Allo, Meke, Lipiano, no, Rabataya Maniyalababa, Lebabababa. Pray about your obedience. Ramaniyalobobo, Lebemememe, Kiliaba, Satakataya Maniyalebebebe, Habaniyanana, Leba, Lord Tatawaniyamama. Pray about your obedience. Rapatakata, Lepatakata, Lebedinumo, Lebanamama, Ripandayabababa, Ebebeninumo. Just thank the Lord for tonight. Thank the Lord that He's making you to an obedient minister. An obedient shepherd, an obedient pastor. Le Benia na mama, thank you Lord. Rikande ya na na mama, le mande ya na na ya na le 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 manda ya mama na mama. Raba baba ya le 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 le, la mama badi ya le 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 le, rama badi ya le 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 le, dilia bada badi ya le le. Yes Lord, Father tonight, we bless you. a blessing. Tonight, Lord, we've been entrusted with your word. Help us to be faithful stewards of this word. Help us to keep it in our hearts. The word that has been spoken twice, may we, once, may we hear it twice. Let it change our hearts. Let it bring forth much spiritual fruit in our Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the Word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend 
at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays, as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.